You're listening to the Deeply Graphic Design Cast, the show about all things design, from the creative side to the business side and all points in between. Follow the show on Twitter at Wes McDowell. Want the gang to answer your question on an upcoming episode? Send in your listener question to questions at thedeependdesign.com or via Twitter using hashtag DGDC. Here are your hosts. Wes McDowell in Chicago. Nick Longo in Los Angeles. Yep, and so we're down one girl. We're down Mikkel for only for a few minutes. She's coming She's coming uh, to us in a few. She's on a work call. But we couldn't wait. We had to open these presents up. So we're like, It's like Christmas, Christmas morning. morning. Come on, Mikkel. Come downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of totally course, true. today... Yeah, right. So today is our uh, annual holiday gift guide for designers. We love this episode where basically we get to uh, go under the tree and figure out all the the best gifts that us designers could be asking for for the holidays this year um, and sharing them with all of you. So then you can be greedy and ask your family for these things as well, because <laughs> the holidays are a time for taking. As I've, uh, That's true. And yeah. also, too, I was thinking a few of them are like, they're kind of good too if we have design friends, obviously, in our circles, and you're trying to figure out what to get them. Some of these could be great gifts there on the low True. end. Let's, let's yeah, be yeah. honest. <laughs> well, to be, and just to, for fair warning, normally I like to do kind of a, um, a bunch of different price points for mine, something okay. super cheap, and then something more. All of mine are a little on the expensive side this year. Um, That's okay. So you'd have to ask your parents for it. It's not like a friend <laughs> gift, you know? <laughs> Or, and you one know, of them too, you have to ask like your rich benefactor for just one. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I yeah. haven't even so looked, so I I assume I you wait. all have one of those, right? Come on, I mean. Yeah. Well, all yours are on Amazon too, here. so I think if you just collect a few Amazon gift cards, maybe you can get something on Wes's list. <laughs> or maybe uh, Mr. Bezos himself will pay you a visit. That's true. Down the chimney this year. Yep. But you know what? <laughs> Always um, frost my Christmas cookie. <laughs> What's that? Skillshare.com. <laughs> you know this. Skillshare, um, I'm there all the time learning new things. If you don't know about Skillshare yet, come on. What are you waiting for? You know, this episode is sponsored by Skillshare, the first half of it anyway. And Skillshare is an online learning platform with over 20,000 classes in all, everything, design, photography, marketing, running your own business, all the good stuff you need to know as a designer, especially as a freelance designer. We're always trying to further our skill sets. That's how we can Heck charge yeah. more of the charge, charge more money and uh, be justified. So you can, again, you can take classes and all those things. Um, so if you're trying to deepen your professional skill set, start a side hustle or explore a new passion. Skillshare is there for you to keep you learning and thriving. Um, I found a few cool things here. They have workshops too, not just classes. So um, there's a workshop called Hand Lettering for the Holidays. Ooh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. And another one called Making Instagram Work for Your Small Business or Brand. Um, Mm -hmm. And then How to Use Psychology to Create Better Facebook Ads, Hmm. which I think is cool. So (laughs) yeah, things that make Nick go, hmm. So anyway, all that to say, I love Skillshare. I'm on there all the time. You know, so join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. You can get two months of Skillshare for just 99 cents. That's right. Skillshare is offering our listeners two months of unlimited access to those 20,000 classes for just 99 cents. 
well under a dollar. So to sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash graphic. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash graphic to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash graphic. All right. And we have Mikkel back with us. Welcome to the show, Mikkel. Thank you. Um, But Nick, you have a little gift for every all the listeners at the end of this episode. I sure do. What we're going to do is we're going to include our interview with Tad Carpenter from Carpenter Collective uh, that we took at Adobe Max. And it will be at the end of this conversation. It's about a 20 minute talk about branding his studio, some great advice to uh, our listeners. So stay tuned for that at the end. Nice. Very good. Killer. And uh, I should say, we forgot to cover this at the top of the episode, but if you want those classic episodes of the show that aren't included on the iTunes iTunes feed, just go to thedeependdesign.com slash classics, and you can uh, get instructions for how to access all those old episodes. But anyway, we've been stalling long enough. We want to see, uh, see what's under the tree here. So, Nick, you're listed first here on our sheet, so you want to go ahead and Okay, sure thing. Yeah, my first one I'm going to go with. Uh, Over the last few years, I have bought so many little tech gadget bags and organizational things for all that stuff that you need to put in your backpack. And I think we have a growing list of things we have to keep on us, being that we have maybe our camera, uh, our cell phone, our laptop, all that stuff, pens, tools, you name it. I've thrown almost everything away because like, I saw this one and I'm literally going to buy it. Um, it is from peak design and it's called, I believe it's called the area wear bag. And this thing is so cool. It's very, very nice. It's like, to me, it was one of those things where I think it was the shape that I saw. It looks like a typical dop kit that you would use for like travel. But the cool thing is not only does it organize all that stuff and it's easy to see and, and find, but it opens up like a, it fans open. So after you zip it open, it opens up with like fanned compartments. So everything's, it fits more than like what you would expect in that thing. Um, it's one of the coolest designs I've seen too. I think I'm a big fan when I see really cool, cool like text, tactile and like, you know, great fabrics and it looks really high tech and cool. The attention to detail is like super awesome on this. So it's kind of like origami shaped. It opens up. It's really efficient. You see everything. It's easy to find. Um, it has a, a few a little elastic hoops in it that allow you to put like your pen or your stylus or batteries so they're easily re- in reach. I know, I'm sure you guys too, like I keep a lot of those little like ST cards and stuff like that uh, with me or like jump drives that you know that you have to have for certain things. But the cool thing too is one of the outside pockets opens up and it has a cable pass through. So if you needed to a quick charge of your That's cell phone cool. or whatever thing, you've got a battery pack on the inside. Um, it's got cool little exterior handles, oh, nice. clamshell opening. Uh, it retails for, it's only 59 bucks. I think when I, when I saw the pictures of it, I thought this was going to be well over a hundred because it's, it's nothing simple, man. This has got some serious stuff going on there. So it's hmm. this great little travel pack for all of those things that you know. And you know, what's cool too. I don't know about you guys, but like, once I have everything in one thing and I, that's the only thing I have to go and grab and put it in my bag, at least I know everything's in there. It's like my inventory list is set. <laughs> Cause, right. Because I'm so afraid I nice. you know, I don't, do you guys have the newer um, iPad or the new um, new laptops that Mac's making with like the USB C? I'm not there yet, but a no. friend's mine no. that have it. You have to carry about like six of these dongles with the new Mac. For oh, really? Because you only get like one or two ports. 
for the USB-C. And then you have to have, if you need a, if you want to put mm. your SD card in there or whatever, there's no more opening for that on the new Mac. So they've got like four or five little extras that they have to keep with them all the time. And, you know, that's just a lot of stuff to kind of like lose. I'm, I'm, that's maybe that's the whole reason I want this too, is because I I leave I leave stuff behind everywhere. I'm nice. a bit of a of so a wait mess. does it does it come with a does it come with a battery? No, so you could put your own in there. Yes, yeah, so like you okay. you I think nowadays like I've got those real slimline ones that look like a credit card, um, and you recharge those. Yeah. So it has like a little space for that. It would be cool, you know. I think uh, I've seen a few backpacks out there that have a built in. Uh, piece that you recharge over and over again and then it can charge some Mm -hmm. of your stuff but this is a little more on the compact side and i think it's about it looks like about the size of an average dop kit so not too overwhelming but at least i'm gonna have that peace of mind that everything's in one place (laughs) sure yeah that's what i'm looking for another new year's resolution yeah i like that (laughs) i still don't know if it would organize all my cables but it's a it's a good start anyway (laughs) yeah i know i know i know that nice overhead shot shows how it has a few pockets that are almost specifically made for your cables kind of um, when you coil them up. So it looks like it's quite, has some tight little components for that. So I can't wait to try this out. And um, the pictures are cool. Let's just call it that. It got yeah. my eye. So that's my first one. Very cool. Nice. Cool. And I should say too, um, just come to the the page for this episode and we'll have all the all these gifts in the link section. There so if you're curious to learn anything more, just come to the page for this episode and they'll all be listed out. So, all right. So my first one is, I'm clicking on the link here. I forget what it is myself. It's like, I'm surprised. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah. The Oculus Go standalone virtual reality headset. Oh, so, dude. Yeah. You're going big time on these, aren't you? <laughs> well, I mean, this one's like, it's 200 bucks. It's That's 199 It's not like a huge price, you know? Yeah. We have a little club bringing family to buy for you. There you go. Um, it's it's stand, standalone, yeah. so you don't need to hook it up to any kind of a computer or game system. So the reason I think this is cool for designers is it's one of those ways you can kind of decompress and check out and just experience something totally. sensual, but not sensual in a sexy way. But just the senses, you know what I mean? <laughs> in a sensory, sensory, right word, yeah. sensory way. So yeah, <laughs> I think it's cool for that. I've definitely used um, the HTC Vive before, or Vive, as well as the uh, yeah, you know, the PlayStation Three. What's that one? Is that yeah, yeah? I I I'm more. I have a friend that has this exact one, and I think you you picked the perfect one because I was so impressed with this thing, dude. It was. I have you guys done much virtual reality? I've done it twice, goggles? and I. It's just the most amazing experience. No. It really is. It's so cool. This thing scared the heck out of me. It was a haunted like uh. basement with like spiders <laughs> oh, no. and like ghosts and these weird things like hiding in the and it was incredible. You you forget where you're in. Oh, yeah. what, what room you're in? It's well, I've done it. Mind blowing. I've done there, it before. It was where there's like a there'll be like. Basically, you're looking over a cliff or something, and you you cannot make yeah. your body take that step over the cliff, even though you know it's not real. It, it's amazing. I know. You're like, I know yeah. I'm in my living room. And Come all, on. We put it on my grandma once. My cousin brought one of these things to uh, like a family lake trip, and my grandma puts it on. And it's, uh, it's oh. like a, just an experience. It's not really a game, but it's an experience where you're kind of lowered in a shark tank, like a shark cage, 
into the ocean. It keeps going yeah. lower and lower. Yes. And then at a certain oh. point, like a great white shark like attacks the cage and like rips the door off of it. And just the the look on my grandma's face, you know, <laughs> she never thought she'd see that kind of thing in her life. Half the fun is watching people. I think half the fun is watching <laughs> yeah. people. That use must it. have been hilarious. And, and they got their hands out because they're like afraid they're going to touch yeah. something, hit something or whatever. But like, wow, that's a good one. So this one's this one's only <laughs> yeah. this is 199. It looks yeah, doable, I mean, man. And again, it works. It's Wi-Fi, so it doesn't need a console. Yeah, I mean, it says right? it's standalone. So um, I would I would trust yep. I would trust their uh, their marketing. Hopefully, it truly is standalone. But I think I'm going to be asking for this my own self. So there you go. All right. Well, know, right? we'll have a recap. All right, Mikkel, what's your first <laughs> gift for us? My first one was um, learned from Adobe Max in one of the sessions I sat in on, and it's um, it was led by a professional photographer, and he shared these Fujifilm InstaShare um, pieces that you connect to your smartphone. So oh, it's cool. not specific to iPhone, but that way you print them on the, you print these on the spot and they are, they do look, they're rec- rectangle sizing. They're about the size of what a Polaroid feels in your, oh, cool. in hand. But what was so sweet about what he was contributing with this is that, you know, he is a professional photographer that travels internationally on a regular basis, a lot of which are destinations of third world countries, you know, mm-hmm. where he is, he is amongst pretty shocking poverty ridden areas. And so he takes these photos of these children and he's, he can print them on the spot and hand it to them. And they're seeing the results for the first time with their friends and they've never mm-hmm. been exposed to that. It was, it was heartbreaking and so, so sweet at the same time. That's cool. But I could absolutely see myself at family events and stuff, printing yeah. these and, you know, laying them all out and having my nieces and nephews like go crazy and have so much fun with that. Yeah. So I I'm, think there's something so cool about the immediate part of this Yeah, that we're missing. Yeah. The immediate, the immediate, I mean, we can see everything on our phones, you know, digitally, of course, and share. But there's something about having it be that tangible piece mm-hmm. that you can hand to somebody as a little mini gift on the spot. That's yeah. so sweet to me. So it's just so, this cool little box that you it Wi-Fi yeah. to your phone and you press yes. it and, and there it, it is. And it runs via Bluetooth. You connect it via Bluetooth and you just charge it like you would a, a portable charger or whatever when you travel with it and so forth. And right now, Urban Outfitters of all shops is having a massive discount on this piece. It's typically 180 and it's just 99 bucks now. That's pretty cool. I think it's worth considering for sure. Yeah, and it's, (laughs) it's slick. It's slick looking. It's not... I mean, it doesn't look too crazy hefty or clunky. I it know I'm like female a here, but I can it just throw like it box. in my bag. Yeah, it's really cool looking. Oh, that is an, yeah. yeah, it's a great design too. Really nice. Yeah, it's a it's kind of a neat modernized design. It is so some you can print out that are more true to the traditional Polaroid style, and others you can print out that are a little get comprised a little bit more space on the white part yeah. of the film paper. But yeah, these are just so cool. I just loved what I learned from this guy. And because at first I, 
I wanted to enroll in this session thinking, oh, maybe there's just stuff I don't know about how to utilize with my phone to take the perfect shot. Yeah. But of course, this um, this workshop expanded on all the little gadgets to connect your mm -hmm. phone with, you know? Pretty sweet. Of course. I could have used this at Thanksgiving. <laughs> we were playing that game. Have you seen that game where you put that thing in your mouth and you oh, have yeah. to talk the, the phrase? Yeah. I forget oh, yeah. what it's called. It's so funny. And, I mean, if we ha and the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. watch your mouth or watch your mouth i think or something like watch that. your mouth remember. watch but your mouth yeah i we've never wanted to see pictures so um immediately because everyone was like the the just the the every seeing everybody trying this and it was hilarious yeah, yeah. crying laughing <laughs> so this would have been the because like no one's like everyone's like don't share this on, <laughs> on instagram <laughs> but you want to have some some way of seeing yeah, that you right? played it, but I, I, I love yeah. this. Yeah, and there's something cool sweet. about actually in That's this really day and cool. age having a, a printed out photo because we never get that anymore. You know, like it's all just I know hostage on our phones, which you know, good save a tree, Not but really. sometimes it's special just to have that that hard copy picture, right? So I know, yeah, it is really yeah. shifted. So this is the Fujifilm Instax Share smartphone instant photo printer. All right, Nicholas. Yes. What Very you got? Cool. All right. I was looking around for something on the artistic, something that kind of really talks to the designer. And um, I saw the picture of this first and I thought, oh my God, if that's what I think it is, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna totally laugh. But it's basically, and I'm not a puzzle person <laughs> in any way, but it is literally a gradient <laughs> puzzle. And <laughs> this is so hilarious because I think any designer will look at this and go like, that's amazing and then go, that's going to be a headache in yeah. like beyond because it is literally like the most beautiful, like vibrant yeah. colors. I think there's about 12 to 15 the boxes look great color combinations <laughs> and the box, the box is literally a flooded gradient. There's not a single piece of text or anything on there. Um, I also I noticed mean, that I must have great taste because this wound up on Oprah's favorite things, oh. 2018. Oh boy. That. that means something. Uh, it's a thousand it's a thousand pieces it's 20 by 28 assembled but when i was looking at it, it was pretty funny because it's like they were basically selling it as a very cool way to meditate on color and i was like who's going to be meditating on color with this i think you're going to be so frustrated because it's like part of me <laughs> wants to think like you could do it but imagine not having the real world yeah. picture to focus on well med that you meditating usually see with yeah, a puzzle meditating on color right? i think is just a euphemism for smoke a bunch of pot and put a puzzle together <laughs> yeah exactly because yeah. that's all it's gonna be you know and the act of putting this together really slow and deliberate and that was the way they sold it right where each color has its own unique you know proper location so then i thought this would be kind of funny to look at maybe what the reviews are on it because i thought if we're gonna get a true taste of what this is so one person wrote this is wonderfully <laughs> brutal <laughs> i thought that was like wonderfully hilarious. brutal one one oh expert like wrote that it's the hardest puzzle he's ever seen and this guy's oh, like really? a puzzle expert but someone just said it's a true test of patience process process and attention to detail that's not for the <laughs> faint of heart and i thought okay so like <laughs> maybe not only is this a great gift to get but maybe it's a great gift to give to another designer as almost i can possibly be a gag <laughs> gift because you're thinking uh you know you don't have that real world piece to do but it sounds so simple but when you see it then you kind of realize oh my god this thing's probably so difficult to do so it's the gradient puzzle. It's by Area Wear. It retails for it's twenty bucks for the box, so not too crazy. 
Um, and again, I think a few of these on your bookshelf yeah. actually look pretty cool too. Like, They're so I'm cool. so not a pu- I'm not a puzzle person mm. whatsoever, but the boxes are pretty be- beautiful. Me neither. They would look good just on a shelf. So yeah, I might just exactly. have to make a few of those myself. Nice. They look good. All right, so that's num- that's my <laughs> that's, number two. That's fun though, and interactive mm-hmm. without and being. You can do with screen. grandma at Christmas. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's true. There's always something good with that. There you go, Ma. It's like grandma. <laughs> this is a gradient. I do this My all day. My grandma together, you know, horse puzzles. I think so. This will be a change up for. Her. But um, yeah. There you all right. Go. So up next for me, it's another. Well, okay. So I've got an expensive version and a budget version, but both do the same thing. So basically, the the more expensive version is okay. called the Net Netgear Orbi Wall Plug Whole Home Mesh Wi-Fi System. So basically. It's mesh <laughs> Wi-Fi. I don't know if, if you guys are aware of that, but mm-hmm. my condo has like my Wi-Fi, and... like the routers on one end of it. So when you're in my bedroom on the other end, you get no Wi-Fi pretty much at all. Yeah. So this is just basically a Wi-Fi extender. It's got a router, and then you've got two little plug-in things you can put in different rooms. It's Think of it covering your entire home in a mesh of Wi-Fi coverage. So that's basically what Beautiful. it does. Nice. Um, and I've been looking for, I actually did ask for this for Christmas this year. Um, and this one is 250 The The Netgear Orbi is. Uh, yeah. But, however, there's a budget version. This What'd is uh, also on Amazon. The budget version is called MSRM US 300. So this will be on the links, but yeah, it's MSRM. Um, and it's basically the same deal. It does the same thing. I don't know if it works as well, but it's only twenty three ninety nine. So, um, and it's got sixty customer reviews, almost five stars. Yeah, nice, dude. Nice. So this one. So when you, because uh, I've seen too that you can get extenders to your existing Wi Fi yeah. router, but I I like this idea because it's under one brand, and I know they're going to talk to each other. Like, I have a. TP link and it's got both 5G and 2.4G yep. Wi-Fi, but certain things in the house go to the one side and go to the other, and it's a nightmare. They don't talk to each other, and it's and it's one yeah. Wi-Fi. So I'm in the market for something different, and and I I'm the same way. I have levels, so like these little extenders would be yeah. awesome. Oh, and by the way, I'm under no illusion sure. that this is actually going to work for me. I'll I'll get it for Christmas and then I'll try to plug it in and it, for some reason it won't work for me. But that doesn't be. But That's I'm a McDowell. Just your McDowell. just your luck, it right? Work for you, we have the McDowell. Cooks. Yes, <laughs> I I do I do like that. Alexa's telling me that it works, it, or Amazon's telling me it works with Alexa. I'm wondering what you would tell Alexa to do to your Wi-Fi router. Yeah, like reboot. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and if it's not on, and if it's not on Wi-Fi, Alexa is pretty useless. So. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. But speaking of holidays <laughs> and Alexa, I basically I got a. Um, normally, it's mm-hmm. such a pain in the ass to plug in your Christmas tree, in and out because it's always in a corner, always behind the tree. Oh, I got the got smart those, plug, and just plugged it into that. So now I say Alexa lights on, and the Christmas tree lights up like a Christmas tree. Yeah, <gasps> look at you. And if you forgot to turn it off and you're out of the house. You can still you do can. it. You can turn it off. Assuming it hasn't already gone up in flames. That's awesome. You can turn it off. Yeah, let's hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. All right. All right. 
Well, I like I'm I, I'm gonna check this one. I'm putting all these on my Amazon oh. wish list because you know that's well. My where my you, stepmom you put every now. year. My stepmom's like, that. so what do you that's want for idea. Christmas, Wesley? I should do that. I'm like I don't know. It's harder every year, but yeah, this year I just made an Amazon wish list. Like I'm getting like a wedding registry or something. Good. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I like that idea. I share it with everyone. I like that idea. All right. Perfect. Amazon's taken over, man. Oh, I just bought a friend already. of mine some. Um, baby registry gifts you know for her shower and i don't even have to do this or wrap it or anything she just got it yesterday and i'll see her tomorrow like <laughs> I know. it's kind of not personable enough in ways the gift giving component of this route but it's super convenient of course so yeah. um what um it was i just wish they had better like options because i think what would make it more of a gift giving experience is if they actually had different levels of maybe gift wrapping you could do like like if, if amazon would hire my mom True. to like yeah. be yeah. a gift wrapper like her presents are beautiful to the point where you don't even want to open them <laughs> like martha stewart level shit yeah so, wow. could, yeah have that going that, on that always them that is. way that because yeah you'd pay for I it would you um, pay for it as opposed to that stupid totally. little blue bag they call wrapping that they do I think yeah, so. is that what they're and still it doing really, for the gift wrap? It's branded as Amazon. Like, it does take a little bit of the, yeah. the joy yeah. out of it. I know. I never opt for it myself. It's too plain Jane. Gosh, All right. Well, mom, maybe that's what we got. There's so many moms that are like them. that where the gift wrapping, like they spend, you know, they spend, you know, they put on their favorite show and they just gift wrap. <laughs> they have these marathon yeah. sessions and everything's so ridiculously beautiful. It's nuts. That's awesome. And the amount of money that they spend on oh, ribbon, ribbon yeah. is astounding to me. Seriously. Well, she goes after Christmas to get the sales of all the ribbon. And the and she gets the good paper. The paper is hard to cut. It's like oh, thick smart. paper. That, it's premium. Thick. <laughs> yeah. That's the good that's stuff. That's the sign of a really good wrapper. <laughs> that's the, the, <laughs> the paper super thick. I love it's it. It's like balsa wood paper. You learn something new every day. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't fold. <laughs> she has to score it before she folds. It's a process. It. Oh my gosh! Molson All right, Mikkel, what do you? Oh, we sure need a demo okay. video on that. <laughs> All right. So I've got my, my next um, gift idea. That's more on the techie side, but it's not keeping me from sharing. Sateki is the name of the company, and this is a combo hub. Um, that you plug into your MacBook. This assumes that you're all Mac users. I, I think. And those that you're giving your assume. gifts to are too. I think it's fairly safe yeah. to assume that. Um, but it's a, th it's a three-in-one combo hub that connects via mm -hmm. USB. So this is cool. And the reason I love it is because it's so sexy looking. You can get it to match your MacBook system in the silver, the um, gold, or the space gray. And the way that this connects is really t quite convenient. I can see this being super lovely for photographers. I I know that yeah. I could take advantage of something like this. Um, but it's ra rather than having something that's clunky and doesn't really go with your system, I don't know why it matters. But for me personally, it just matters that the, everything just kind of looks as though it's married together. It almost seems as though this should would be otherwise sold from Apple as a retailer, but it's not. They did a really yeah. good job with the Mac. It's like an extension of your Mac. It really is. And, it is. And this is. Yes. And I think this is what I was saying earlier with the when I was talking about my bag. This is the 
this is almost a necessity now if you have a newer MacBook Pro because you only get that one USB uh, 3.0 Type C, and what, you don't even have regular USB okay. anymore. On the can MacBooks. I rant about Apple yeah. for a second? So look, that's why you have to. I am. S- I am so sick of them changing stuff. the inputs and the outputs of their shit every couple of years, and then every time one USB. I know. What are we supposed to do with one USB outlet? Like that's ins- what about HDMI? Can you even hook up to a second monitor anymore? I believe there's still the Thunderbolt. The Thunderbolt one is there. That's the it's so it's it, you have oh, to so use HDMI to Thunderbolt um uh adapter. Oh boy. No though. It's getting... Yeah. Well, they've never had they've never had an HDMI output. No, that's true. That's they have never you always had to use well, I have a something. For maybe that. but yeah. maybe it's Thunderbolt. It's still I, there. Yeah, I don't know. It, it goes to it's that much smaller square um plug that kind of but you do need the dongle for it. But this is, yeah, like see the memory cards that it takes, the SD card and the micro SD card. And then there's got mm-hmm. three USBs because they're trying to get everyone over to USB 3, uh, you know, to switch over to that. But every, they know everybody still has yeah. everything I own is USB normal. Well, I'm, you know what I mean? Did, so yeah. this, yeah, everybody yeah. needs when, this When they, they for switched sure. the little output on the, the iPhones, now everyone had to get, like if you want to have... Because I have a mic that I attach to it for my videos, like the lav mic. So now there has to be a connector exactly. for that. Like, oh my god, it's insane. Mm-hmm. I know, but you know, you have, not only did you pick something cool here, Mikkel, but yeah. look at the price. If Apple yeah. was selling this thing, it'd be ninety nine dollars. I know. I was actually <laughs> surprised. So it's yeah. only thirty nine ninety nine. It's yeah. beautiful. That's cool. Yeah, it, I, looks, it looks awesome too. Yeah. I'm going to get and it. I, I didn't don't know even need it. Uh, Mac. I didn't know <laughs> Apple made like gold color laptops. I want one of those. Like champagne color. I'm into it. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's new. That's new. And they've even come out with rose gold. Well, I'm not gold. into the rose gold, but I like the kind of champagne color graphites. for sure. Oh, there are well, listeners sure, yeah. that are. That's why I mentioned It's it. not all about, you're saying it's not, <laughs> not all, all about, about you. <laughs> it's not all about Wes. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, awesome. fair point yeah i got cool. excited about the rose gold i think i think part of me was like yeah. oh it's about time <laughs> i think it's awesome i think it's about time I, I don't know about you guys too but like with the end of the year coming around i'm thinking of a new computer i just i need something tax wise you know and uh oh. i don't know how are you guys but damn i'm i'm working off an old one but it's it's still kicking and it's just like i'm dying to You're kind of almost dying for it to uh just completely we'll die see. on you so you can yeah be justified. I, 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 I know, please. <laughs> but I will. I will say one thing, and this is a plug. But the Clean My Mac software I bought has changed my computer one hundred percent. It used to crash. So we really. had a follow up about this. We had a follow up about this yeah. because, um, it totally fucked up my computer. It did. And and Jason's. Wow, yeah. Do you guys remember talking about this? Yeah, yeah. That's it, right. Here it came from a certified Apple tech from Salt mm-hmm. Lake, and the re- part of the reason that Apple devices cost so damn much is because it should be taking care of all that for you internally. So it's fooling you by making making it seem as though it's ridding a ton uh-huh. every time you go to scan and rid, hmm. but yeah. it's not. I mean, really? it seems like it. God, it seems I, like I it's, gotta say, uh, like. It's probably everyone's got a different computer. I agree with you, Nick, but I mean, I don't. 
I think yeah. everyone. But just be aware. Don't say I didn't forewarn you because I was the one that brought that guy on and we were all like, oh, yeah. you know, like huge light bulb. And yeah. I used it for a good couple of years, okay. but not anymore. You need to uninstall it. I'm going to look a little more into it, but I, I'm so glad. And everybody I've recommended it to, and I, I hate to, I don't want to oh, recommend boy. it to someone, you know, it fuck up their computer or anything like that. But like, I was ready. This thing was on its last leg and it has survived a year and a half by using, and the only thing different I did was that because it does get rid of like all of those cache things that are building up in your hard drive. And so it tells you it is, here, but like, it tells you it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay don't say i didn't warn you i'll do a little calculation next time and see if it's real <laughs> okay yeah. Nick, but anyways, your... so we're not sponsoring it in yeah. any way all right my last one so this one's cool and i think this one goes to so many people who um i talk to about so many designer friends i know are like jonesing to get a tattoo and aren't aren't <laughs> They're a little reluctant because let's face it, it's a it's a lifelong commitment because I don't think anyone wants the removal process. I heard that's ridiculously painful. But this is um, Inkbox and it is inkbox.com. And what they do is they offer the most authentic and real uh, temporary tattoo um, that's out there. This is This is by no means like a joke or anything novelty. It's really, really cool. It's very functional. They last about eight to 10 days mm. or eight to 18 days. Um, they have the look and feel of a real tattoo. It applies in about 15 minutes. Um, it's totally organic and plant-based, which is kind of cool. So if anybody's like freaking out or wondering what's in there or whatever, but their goal is to help you find that next art or that next tattoo with some confidence and you get to wear it around. Nice. See if it's, you're comfortable it with it. First. Yeah. You know, and the neat thing is, is if so, if you're a non-designer out there, you got thousands of things to choose from that are on their site. But if you're like all of us, you're going to want to do your own design and you're going to upload your own uh, artwork and it can be done and you can create it right there on the website and they'll send you the sample. They run anywhere from as low as five bucks to like 20 to $30. I'm assuming it's going to be based on the size and the complexity yeah. of what you, you generate. Hmm. Um, but what's cool is you uh, it's totally ink based. You upload the design and you get this full kit delivered to you with all the instructions and the application piece on there. And I just think it's cool too because, like, even before I did, I got mine. I was so reluctant to do it because you're so hmm. freaking out about it. And what's yeah. neat is, I think so many people I know would love to try it. This might even deter a lot of people. Be like, you know yeah. what? Nope, I didn't like it. And mm -hmm. better this than oh, yeah. something a well, little more permanent. It's like moving in, your, think, it's like moving in with your girlfriend before you get married. You want to just make sure this is what you want <laughs> before you actually. Commit to it, yeah. It's a trial basis. And I really like. <laughs> yeah, I like. So I yeah. and it looks I like the website. Real legit. And I like that the model on the front seems to have a tattoo of a corkscrew going into her cleavage. So check that out for bonus points. Yes, yeah. I did see that. <laughs> yes, and with peace right above it. Because <laughs> we yeah. all have to. Have I like that they went with that. Or Why something, not? You know. <laughs> and it does say uh, twenty percent off everything with code Holiday Twenty on their website too. So. You can get a little discount there. Ah, yeah, that's kind of nice to know. Just for our listeners, holiday twenty like for uh, a family ink spot, ink box. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I was thinking of? What would be fun too? If if you have a group event or if you have a family event or something cool, the novelty of getting everybody a, a really cool logo or something for your event and everybody getting the tattoo for mm -hmm. a vacation or something like that would be kind of fun. I don't know like how daring your family is, but I would try it. Yeah, and get get a few. Yeah. 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 Exactly. 
You know? Yeah. Just I don't do it that. on your ski trip. Because exactly. no one's going to see <laughs> Unless it. Unless it's on your forehead. <laughs> right. Your That's next... how I roll. Yeah. Unless it's on your forehead. <laughs> or, yeah. or your cleavage, whatever you want to do. <laughs> All right. So my last one, uh, hold on to your hats, um... boys and girls, because this one's, uh, this one you're going to have to save, Uh-oh. your parents are going to have to save up for this one. But I thought it was pretty cool. It's called Remarkable, <laughs> the paper tablet. So it's basically, think about how you have, you know, that you've got the Kindle, which kind of you read on it. It kind of look, really looks like paper. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like it's a lit up display. This is kind of the same idea, but it's a note, like a notepad, notebook. So you can, because we've, we've had a lot of discussions nice. in the past few weeks about paper versus electronic stuff. I happen to be a paper person. Sometimes I like to just jot <laughs> stuff down. And this way you can basically treat it like a notebook and have different pages and just write stuff down and have that paper experience, but it's all archived digitally. Um, I assume you can probably have like maybe probably not unlimited pages. It's got to end somewhere, but I think it's a lot of pages and it just looks pretty cool and it's $600. So yeah, this this is this price points high. I'm assuming it's like the e-ink technology, which is kind of cool because like it's very glare free. I don't know if you like when you look at mm. those ones that are e-ink, which are not the typical tablet. They're like the uh, uh, more of the readers. There's so much less stress on the eye. And this one looks like it's it has that capability. It looks really super like almost it's paper like it looks real without the mm. uh, the illumination yeah. of uh, oh, light. And this isn't part of my list, but this reminds me That's there's cool. a, a TV on the market too. I think it's like a Samsung TV that basically they're they're selling these as basically art pieces. They're framed in a cool frame. They go they you hang yeah. it on your wall and when it's when it's turned to art mode, you can get a subscription for all these different like paintings and stuff and it looks like a real That's painting. Cool. It doesn't look like it's just a lit up frame. And it changes, yeah. right? Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those are pricey, but I that see. would be cool. That's cool. This is kind of neat. I'd love to try one. I'd love to see if I wonder if anybody local has it to like play around with. But it looks really interesting to play with because like I've been trying to do this on the the iPad, but I don't particularly care for the fact that it's it's the feel of it is pure glass and it's super illuminated. Whereas this is more of that dull, no no glare uh, touchscreen. I think that might be kind of cool to try. Yeah, that's cool. I like it. I'll be saving yeah, up for that. Cool. It's saying on mine you can get it for four fifty seven if you use an American Express. Ooh, there card. you go. <laughs> oh, really? Save a Let's save a little the money there. You know. <laughs> there we go. Nice stuff. All right, cool, cool. Mikkel, Last oh. one for you. Have you guys heard of Casetify? Yes. Your gadgets. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Casetify, I um, bought one of these for myself just last year. And if you've got an Apple Watch, you can pick any band that's suitable for your personality. Some of these are sophisticated. Others are cutesy. Some are kind of jokey, ha-ha. So with these bands, honestly, when I went to go buy mine, it was a little overwhelming. There's so many patterns to choose from. Oh, my God, it's endless. It is. It's endless. It keeps rolling. <laughs> some of them are so clever. There's rainbow sprinkles. There's tons of floral patterns. If you're if you love the tropics, you can get sea turtles, pineapples. I mean, it's truly endless. And some of these are just cool and abstract. 
geometric yeah. curvature designs. Just you know, pick what's stripes. suitable for for the personality. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, the price point of these is 52 bucks and I have one, mine, mine has lasted me forever so far and it hasn't, I've gotten it wet and everything and it hasn't really like taken cool. a beating at all. Um, so I can vouch for the money that you spend. It, it, it's worth it. But because there are so many patterns, it's almost as though it'd be cool one month to have one on and then, mm, I'm feeling I'm you know I'm feeling a little bit different now. I of think I'll wear this for the next yeah. few. Yeah, it's kind of versatile in that respect. So I highly recommend having a look at all these patterns. It's nuts. It's super fun. You know what I like too, and I've heard from a lot of people who are reluctant to get the Apple Watch or any kind of digital watch. It's because yeah, me too. They like watches, and I I, I love sure. watches. That's the only thing I like kind of dig when it comes to stuff like that. But the cool thing about now having it is the ability to get so many different watch bands for my Apple Watch, and I love that. That I, is just where the personality kicks uh -huh. in, where you don't yours doesn't look like everybody else's, and I totally love that. Yeah, and and fifty two is not that bad. I mean, Apple still it's charges not, a shitload mm, for theirs. You know. Yeah, it's right. It's not too bad, but I can vouch for the. I mean, these guys are great. They're great. That's really cool. I picked up one that you know what's interesting is. Um, I got to say some of the advertising on Instagram is really good because it's targeted to stuff yeah. that you obviously favor or you like. And, right. and I got, I got a really cool one that was some small company. They made these more like woven. They look very Patagonia style. Oh, really? Yeah. And I got, I can't find the name, but like, Oh, they look was, Patagonia. Yeah. So it's, and it's a woven watch uh, band, totally waterproof and everything, which is cool, but it's such a cool one. It, it's like, I, I think it's if you see something that's just totally different in this sector, same way we all we went through it with watch bands, right? Yeah, yeah. So totally I mean, with, uh, with uh, iPhone cases and stuff. So now right with like, the iPhone cases, yeah, exactly. Yeah, completely. So this is fun. No, these yeah. are just so much fun. We threw it out to our listeners to kind of give us a few ideas as well. So we've got one from at Cornelius Design, and that is. Um, from designshop.typography.com. It's the typographic ticket book. This is funny. It's basically like a... <laughs> oh, this was at, um, this was at yeah. Max. Yeah, this is I think those were in the, the, the gift bags. I'm so bags. glad they're it's, selling it. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically like an official, like it looks like a police ticket book like you'd get from a meter maid. super cute. Yeah. Yeah. You, you give out violations for bad typography, basically. It's $10. <laughs> um, that's cute, Cornelius. It's... It has it's things like improper clever. word spacing. It has like improper kerning, failure yeah. to replace <laughs> dummy copy. <laughs> like it's so good. Love it. And it looks really beyond official. I'm so glad they're selling this. And thanks for sending this because I thought it was a one-off that we got at Max. So this is, I got to, I got to buy it. Yeah, I wasn't I sure. That's cool. Yeah, it's funny. Well done. And the next one, we, studio, at Studio Monkey gave us two suggestions. The first one is... Um, Slate mobile laptop, mobile lap desk, the essential lap desk. This is pretty cool. Pretty people that like to yeah. get some work done on the couch. It's basically just a little bamboo mm -hmm. laptop thing. You get, it's got a little nested area to put your MacBook in and their mouse pad on the side. Cause I don't know about you guys, but my biggest reason I don't like to get any work done on the couch. I really hate, um, I can't get hardly anything done with that trackpad. On the MacBook, like I like to actually oh, have my mouse. I've become yeah. a little bit. I've become a it's little bit of a like pro. It's almost like you have to get used to it all over <laughs> again. It's true. Yeah, 
I think I've like, been forced to have to do it in like airports and stuff a lot. So I'm, I've gotten good, but I dig the shape and design of this piece. This is really awesome. Yeah. It's not my favorite. Oh, that's but... really cool. It's, oh, it's got hole. It's got holes in it. Cause it, um, for your ventilation. Did you see that? Oh yeah. That's pretty smart. Oh yeah. So, if... because you're right. If you put it on your lap, it gets hot very quickly. So cool one, man. They thought I like everything. That. And they've also got a little, uh, built in nook to put an iPad or like your yeah. phone in there so yeah. you can kind of sit up and you can look at it. Very cool. Yeah. Like that one. Ooh, uh, Studio Monkey. Fantastic. And the other Studio Monkey pick is Timeular.com. Wow. Ooh, I've heard of this one. So This is brilliant. I don't know how this skipped us. Um, basically, it's like a looks like a 10-sided <laughs> die or something where it's for yeah. time tracking. Yeah, you guys want to you want to explain that one, Nick? God, it, yeah, it looks like a one of those kind of like one, two, three, four, eight-sided di- uh, two-diamond like cube, like you put on your desk, and each side has one for email, for phone, uh, and you basically when you take a phone call, you turn it so the phone icon is upright, and basically it's tracking all your time on phone calls. And then if you're doing email, you do it that way. If you're thinking of ideas or you're having a cup of coffee or break, you turn it to that one. And I'm assuming what it's doing is tracking all of your your day, and then it gives you a look at like you spent this many time, this much time on a meeting. It looks like you can put a client kind of um, uh, you can make one of those sides like your client. So if you're working on that particular job, it tells you how much time you've spent there. So you can focus right. on what really matters, and it identifies all these different times of your day. And I love that it's very analog but digital too. Yeah. Yeah. Time, so it's timeular.com. This is cool. Yeah, it looks cool. This is Take cool. a look at this one. I think that's very, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah, good way to track cool. your time. And the last one we yeah. got from a friend of the show, Mark Decote. He is the uh, the host of the Resourceful Designer podcast. And uh, his Twitter is right at on. Resourceful Designer. And he said, sent us the Luna display, which is a cool oh, way to this wireless. Works with Astro. Yeah. yeah, wirelessly uh, use your iPad as a second monitor. So that's per- I was looking for something like this a few years ago, and I think I found mm-hmm. some kind of hmm. app that really sucked. It was AstroPad. At doing it. Oh, yeah. Really? And then what this does now is it, instead of just the old one, I think used to go use your Wi-Fi uh, one-on-one, but this now you actually put in a little USB, uh, you know, little dongle into your your uh, computer and it's it works more on Bluetooth. So your iPad can become, you can actually use your iPad as an iMac on this, which is kind of cool too. As a second, like if you have, it literally has all the functions of your Mac mirrored on your iPad now. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Pretty looking. amazing. Yeah. That's I wish fun. I had this a few years That's ago. Fun. Like, cause I remember I was trying to get this done when I was like traveling and I wanted to keep my yeah. second, second display. And uh, yeah, this would have hmm. solved the problem very nicely back then. All right, cool. Well, thank yeah. you guys for it's so thanks. it's seventy nine bucks. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, yeah, that's cool that we got some input there. I love it. All right, and honestly, I'm having some technical difficulties with my headphones. I'm probably gonna have to run before we get to the listener question. But I am confident you two will be able to work it out without me this time. Um, but before I go, I do want to give a little love to my friends over at FreshBooks. Um, FreshBooks is the best cloud accounting software there is, you know, we're designers. We are not accountants. We don't want to be sending out invoices and wasting our time with 
you know, Google Docs and templates and all that kind of stuff. No one has time for that. So this holiday season, I'm giving you, our listeners, the gift of taking your time back. I love how easy it is to create and send these really professional looking invoices in under 30 seconds. You just add your client, you add the invoice, you just type in a description and off it goes. They see it, they generally pay within one business day. Um, you know, 60% of the invoices sent through FreshBooks are paid within one business day, which is pretty incredible when you think about it. Um, I would love all of you guys to start getting paid in one day as well. So um, they've got so many great things. They've got the automated late payment reminders so that you don't have to be that guy. Um, you don't have to have that awkward talk with your client about past due payments. You know, they automate the late payment email reminders so you can spend less time chasing those payments and more time working your magic as a designer. Um, so to claim your 30-day unrestricted free trial, just go to freshbooks.com slash deeply graphic and enter deeply graphic design in the how did you hear about us section. Once again, 30 free days. Get started. You won't want to give it up. Go to freshbooks.com slash deeply graphic and enter deeply graphic design in the how did you hear about us section. All right, guys, I'm going to have to hop off, but I uh, can't wait to hear the listener question when I listen. All right, see you guys. All right, so we've got our listener question. This is from Nathan James. Here's what Nathan asks. For the past eight years, I've been a graphic designer at a manufacturing company. Previously, I worked as a graphic designer for the state of Ohio, a marketing agency, advertising company, and an integrated um, and interned at a design agency. I have also had a side business where I've done event design, branding, and other design work. So with all that being said, I believe my next step I can see myself is as a senior graphic designer evolving into mm -hmm. an art director or perhaps a creative director in the coming years. What I love is designing, concepting, branding, and really a little of everything. Do you believe my focus is on point or does it need to get narrowed? And is there a hybrid new job focus that companies or agencies are starting to evolve to include? Interesting. So, Gosh, it is what you make it, don't you think? I mean, yeah. He, but, can, he can decide this. Yeah, and I think if you are doing concepting, branding, and a little of everything, it's funny. I, we, we talk about this a lot when alumni come back to our school because young designers have to feel like they have to know exactly what they need to be. And people with five, six years experience come back and say, you will find out what you love to do. And I think he's found that. Mm -hmm. Like, so yeah, like, sure. you're, First you're step, right in thinking, done. you're right in thinking your next logical step is up to senior graphic designer. And then obviously art directors and creatives, creative directors. I think the thing you're going to have to get more used to is when you get into those roles, you're doing less of the design work. Don't you agree? Right. Yeah. You know, and you got to get good at that. You I had, are. It's not I had one good. young designer say to me, he never wants to, he wants to continue to design, never wants to, has no interest in getting into um, any kind of management role. And I just said to him, I'm like, wait until you've had about 10 years of designing. You'll want to, I think more, more like more than not, most designers will start to strive for the next step, you know? Sure. Sure. But um, yeah, so there's a ladder, whether you're internal or virtual, there oh, yeah, is always right. a ladder. You might need to go external to make that jump. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's asking, do you believe my focus is on point or do I need to get it more narrowed? No, I think that's, that's quite narrow. If, you know, concepting, branding, where you've been, I think your experience is quite broad, but maybe what you should do is kind mm -hmm. of 
let's say a great opportunity comes up and it's all about branding. Well, then show off branding as much as possible. But if that right. place is more about Cater. advertising art and uh, something else that's in your like more marketing strategy, well, then cater to that. You know, yeah. um, we have to be flexible with what we're showing off, you know? So that's great. He sounds like he's got a great amount of experience. So like start thinking of yeah. that next move. And I think that there's trends out there. That hurdle is done. That's oftentimes half, half of it. Yeah. There's trends out there. Yeah. But, you know, just because the world is saying do this um, doesn't mean that next opportunity that lands in your lap is, is, is privy to that. They might be a no. whole other animal and you got to cater to that to make sure it's worthwhile for you too, you know? Right, right. Yeah. What? Gosh, deal. hopefully that helps. Yeah, let us know, Nathan. You know, feel free to drop us a line and let us know if we've helped you out a little bit there as well. So I think that does it. Wes had to jump off because we were having a little technical issue with some headphones. <laughs> but um, I think that's it. I think that was a great list. Right on. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, that was so, a fun one. I always love these ones. I know, for sure. And now I'm making my own little side list now, so this is great. But um, <laughs> feel free to listen to our conversation with Tad Carpenter. I know Mikkel's a big fan. She got to see him talk at, at Max as well. He's so great. That's just going to be so wonderful to have him. He's yeah. fabulous. Did he mention or did you mention the idea of his wife piggybacking on as well? Oh, yeah. And they were talking about how much they compliment each other. And I, I think, too, if you're yeah. not following, please, before you even listen to him, follow uh, Carpenter Collective uh, all over. You can find it on Instagram and, and Twitter. Um, just to get a glimpse of the, what they're doing and their branding is so on point because, like, the one thing we talked about a lot of is this idea that everyone's minimalizing branding to the point where it's almost boring, but they have found this mix where it's very illustrative and has personality that drives it, but it's very modern yes. and clean. And yes. so that's what we talk about a lot. And he brings up his wife. So they run their agency together. They're a perfect kind of like, if you are aspiring to be that small boutique boutique agency down the road in your career, yeah. uh, this is yeah. a perfect model to look at. So yeah, stay fabulous. tuned for that. Okay, cool. All right. Well, this has been fun. Yeah, great episode. Um, we should try to memorize. We should try to do Wes's line. Um, oh. What is it in keep, the closing? Keep designing, designing. And keep reaching for the stars. <laughs> <laughs> Until what, next time. That's next. <laughs> keep designing. Yeah, that's, that's Casey Kasem. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Casey for all you young, older ones out there that know. <laughs> Anyways, but that's it. Take a listen to our great interview with Tad coming up, and we'll see you guys next episode. How's that? That was perfect. Okay, bye. So I had a chance to sit down with Tad Carpenter. Tad is from Carpenter Collective, and if you are not following Tad and his company, you better jump on it because there is just a ton of great inspiration and incredible branding and illustration, logo design, you name it. Uh he just got out of his session, and when I caught him outside, uh, I apologize for some of the uh, wind sound, but we were uh, outside of Adobe Max, and I sat down with him, and I first asked him a little bit about uh, what he usually likes to share when he does a talk at a creative conference. I feel very, very lucky to be able to do something that I love dearly every day for a living. And I think a lot of us lose sight of that, that we are the, the lucky few that get to, uh, we have a passion, 
some some people even call it a hobby yeah. that has been turned into a career, and it is a very important career in my eyes, and uh, we get to do it every day. So to me, I really emphasize that. I think a lot of us, um, especially nowadays, like it's just it's just like sometimes it feels like kind of a, a negative and nasty time right now. Like yeah. There's just like a weird yeah. vibe, right? So I think like um, I, I try to be overly optimistic and positive in, in my talk and in, in the value of design and what we do. Um, I'm also kind of a weird hybrid of graphic design and illustration. For sure. And there's a lot of us like that. I think our are not to to jump the shark on um, on some of your questions, but there's <laughs> okay. there's definitely this um, this trend of, of people that can kind of wear a lot of different hats. Yeah, and um, I, I kind of navigate through those waters a little bit of this of this balance between illustration and graphic design and what that means. So so many of the brand identities me and my studio build are very illustrative or creating libraries for for different clients yeah. and visual language and things like that so um that's also something that that we kind of navigate through and walk through and um i'm also a rare bird in that i grew up the son of an illustrator art director and, and a mother who's an artist as well Amazing. so i kind of grew up knowing i had to be an artist or i was yeah. gonna get kicked out of the house probably you know what i mean it's like <laughs> i come from the same thing okay that's yeah. amazing my dad was an architect my mom was an educator oh my gosh exactly so, yeah yeah you that's, know it's like it's yeah. instant you're in if you're not making yeah. something hit, hit the bricks kid you know what i mean <laughs> well I'm, I'm glad you brought you know what we, we might even veer off here because i think mm-hmm. you, what i love about your studio work and if you know you said an illustrative brand designer, and I love the idea of, like, you were saying, like, some of your branding is a little more illustrious, right? Mm-hmm. It has that, like, you're not going that route that I, I'm almost feeling, like, on the minimal side, that is almost stripped down to, like, zero personality. And you're finding kind of, I think, feeling, like, a good mix and a good balance between crystal clear communication with the branding, mm-hmm. but still giving it personality. It has, like, has personality and font choices and all that stuff. Are you purposely in that kind of like zone, or like are you? Is that like a goal with each branding kind of operation you do? Yes, it, it, yeah. It, 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 there's some strategy behind that to a degree, yeah. and um, for us, um, myself and my my wife Jessica, who's my design partner, and um, and our team, everybody on our team can draw. First and foremost, I think everyone's yeah. always asking, you know, what's the one advice you'd have for young designers or whatever? Yeah. Learn to freaking draw. Yeah. And now I think so many designers hear that and they get scared. They freak out. I don't draw. I don't know how to draw. And that's a total cop-out. Um, uh, every you, What you need to learn is figuring out how do you in particularly draw. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be Rembrandt. No. I can't draw <laughs> traditionally all that great. But you figure out a way how, to, how are you going to tell stories? How are you going to make marks? There's a lot of ways to do that. Yeah. My wife always says, you know, she's like, oh, you, I don't draw as good as you or whatever, you know, but she can draw. She's figured out how she in particularly draws, and she's incredible at it. She's an incredible draftsman, and she has figured out how she makes marks and tells stories. Cool. So I think when we're creating brand identities that start to feel a little more illustrative. Yes. We're at we Adobe have- Max. There's the literally cleaning, the cleaning, like cleaning crew. Right it's here. very apropos that when I'm being interviewed, the trash cans are rolling in. Like this is this is like perfect, actually. Um, Hilarious. Dumpster fire, Tad Carpenter. So, um, so like a lot of the the identity systems that. I wonder if we should maybe even just wait. Yeah, and yeah. see. We'll let the, the trash yeah. go by, and then we'll. I had a feeling it's cool there. But no, I'm, and I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because I think that's a big thing that we talk about in class. It's like trying to instill that in young, in the young designers because they're see, when they see these um, examples of it out there, and it, and big success, big examples of yeah. it out there. It's like what, you know, like what kind of things do you look to in a brand that says like 
is it is it part of the discovery and is part of the stuff you really dig deep in before you even do anything that helps you kind of make sure that the personality is in there and you're drawing and you're, sure. you know, you're like, tell me a little bit about that process well like like we were kind of talking like from a strategic standpoint for us so many of the brands that we are designing are um, there we do a ton of work in the restaurant industry yep. um, food packaging um, just tons of from a hospitality standpoint so when you're thinking of that world um, one of the core values of anything from restaurant or food packaging or hospitality is the work that you're developing needs to be approachable. Like, how is it going to be approachable that people are going to want to gravitate towards it? People are going to want to bring it into their homes, into their lives, all these things. Yeah. Applying visual language, maybe that's illustration, <laughs> maybe yeah. that's iconography, whatever. Yeah. Developing a strong visual language is a great way for things to start to feel more approachable. People can relate to them. Yeah. People want to gravitate towards them. So that's probably why a lot of this identity system we design start to feel more illustrative because it is. It's a great way to make things seem approachable and, and, and a little bit more inviting in some yeah. way. Very cool. So I think that's something that we, we kind of kind of do to a degree. Good. So if we get into our typical listener, someone who's a, a young designer and maybe experiencing or kind of like, you know, seeing what freelance could be like those first few years and everything, what kind of things would you say are just like the best tips or things to kind of avoid some of the hurdles, you know, anything you think that they could do smart? And it doesn't even have to be on the design sure. side. This is how are you running your business? You know, like how are you, what are your client relations? Like how, what is your new business mm-hmm. kind of uh, approach? So what are your, what would you say your big, biggest tips you can say to a young designer in that, in that situation? It's, I mean, I think it's funny because I just, you know, got out of my, my talk at Adobe Max and I had a bunch of people um, asking questions and talking to me afterwards and there's several and there always is after a talk especially with younger designers it's great yeah no, I, I, I love watch, it I, I watch love it. and you're, you're, I love you're, it. you're incredibly like not only just charismatic but like caring and I think it's it's a big difference to some of these people when they come to me well, I mean I think about it and you can probably relate to this too it's like I remember being 16 and falling in love with design and knowing I wanted to do this and having no idea how I was going to get there yeah and I had these people that I really admired some of them are receptive to talking to you and a lot of yeah. them aren't yeah. and that always really bummed me out you know and I know how they feel you know yeah. and um, how they want to figure out how to get to wherever they got now now unfortunately there's no roadmap for no. any of us right yeah. and, and you know to me I think about I think so often one of the questions I get asked a lot and several people <laughs> asked me a minute ago was like so tell me dude about like <laughs> style and like how you established <laughs> a style you know yeah. and uh, to me the a, there's no shortcut. It's not ripping people. It's not you know um, trying to trying to find a hole in the fence you can jump through. It is the only way to establish um, a true authentic voice is to continue just making. Yeah. You find yourself in the more you make. Yeah. And I think that's something that um, young designers don't want to hear. I mean, hell, an old designer yeah. doesn't want to hear that. <laughs> but like. Honestly, the more you make, the more you figure out who you are, how you're going to tell stories, how you can be truly authentically yourself through making more things. Um, I think that's important to reiterate and remind people it's not going to happen overnight. It it, it is not a fast food solution, man. It's something you got to dig the ditches. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's a good point. I think so many people, we have this kind of like short, like, you know, uh, that you want it so quickly. Everything has to be so on demand with our lives. And so... Uh, when you're slowing it down and you are being a little bit more careful with kind of starting your business, what principles should they kind of think and keep in mind mm-hmm. as they're like starting this? And like, sure. you know, because a lot of them even want a niche and they want to go into a specialty, but like, how good is it to do something like that really too quickly? You know, and I don't, I, I think when you're a young designer, 
So my advice, I always tell young designers, and when I teach, I have students that are, you know, even hotshot students yeah. that are just like ready to roll, yeah. that are saying, you know, screw this, I'm just going to go freelance and like start this. I'm starting to, exactly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time. yeah good luck. Yeah. Uh, you know, all these things, right? I want to yeah. start these things. My advice to them always is, this isn't what you want to hear, but if you can go work for someone yeah. for three to five years, I know that seems like an eternity, I know. but you're, in three years, you're going to be 26 or 25 yeah. even, you yeah. know? It's like, if you can go work for someone for three years, let's say minimum three years, no matter, even if you don't learn anything in design, you're going to learn the nature of the design business just from being in there. Yeah. You know, when you're getting out of school, you've never really worked with a lot of client work. You've never had to pay bills. Yep. You've never had to deal with payroll. You've yep. never had to deal with all these scheduling, scheduling, you name it. Right? You name it. There's yeah. a, the countless list yeah. of things that we all have to do that nobody knows about, yeah. you know, but to run a studio. It ain't sexy. Do, but it is not sexy, but it's like, you know, two thirds of my day, I feel like is for writing proposals yep. and, and going to meetings and, you know, uh, scheduling and billing and all these horrible things. Right. But if you can go work for someone for three years, you will learn so much about the nature of our business. And yeah. you're getting paid to learn. Yes. You know? that's, uh, I say the exact same thing. You're getting it's paid so to true. learn. It it's so important. Time. Do it on someone else's dime. Now, yeah. are there some designers that can go freelance right away? Of course there are. But it's it, it's one of those ones that it's like I, I look at my career, and I went and worked for a studio for a few years. And I, I learned some just very basic things on how this industry works and yeah. how you deal with clients and what's you know certain ways to kind of deal with things. I think that's valuable to reiterate to them. Um, um, any young designer, you know, that um, then the second you feel like you're not learning anything yeah. is normally the day you should walk out the door, you <laughs> exactly. know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, what about the future of this? And like, um, are you, I, I'm, I'm assuming you're quite optimistic even just about our industry and everything that we're doing. And I've never seen like graphic design and, and what we do being so kind of like looked at as, a, as the real thing now. Like, you know, it's like, it feels like even from 15, 20 years ago, it's made a huge advance in like yeah. just the perception of it. It's like, you're not just going to be an artist. I you're actually a brander. You're going to mm -hmm. be out there. You're a marketer. So like, what kind of good things do you see coming down the road? Or what do you see the future is even mm -hmm. as a freelance artist? Is that, is that still something viable? Sure, sure. I mean, graphic design is such a special industry because what, what, why I have always gravitated towards it is because you can take so many paths within one mm -hmm. industry. Totally. And yeah. because of yeah. that, the possibilities are endless, you know? You want to do mobile work, interactive work, print work, you know, advertising. Um, you want to do more illustration. Yeah. You want to do just branding. You want to do packaging. You want to, there's so many avenues of things you can do. Um, I, I am incredibly optimistic for, for yeah. our industry. I mean, to me, I feel like our industry is growing and growing and growing at a very fast pace. And maybe it, growing isn't the right word, but it is becoming more and more evident the value of design in business. Yeah. Um, I think... It always bums me out when someone launches a new business and they skimp on the brand. Yes. And it's like, you know what? Normally, that's really going to hurt you, you yeah. know? Yeah. Because our our society, everyone that buys things and is inactive in the world is becoming so visual, liter visually literate now that, and you know, I don't know what that is. I, and there's probably a lot smarter people that could tell you exactly why that's happening, yeah. but I'm thinking the communication we deal with on our phones every day yeah. is helping visual literacy a lot and yeah. quickly, that people are seeing um, strong communication through Apple products or, I mean, heck, even Android and some of those, that, that they are starting to understand what maybe good typography is 
or simple messaging or strong iconography yeah. things like that that um, I really think it's helping lift the value of our industry which only helps us all do more work and exactly. better work um, so I'm incredibly optimistic but the diversity of the types of projects you can do is what I've always loved about yeah. our industry I mean we we run our studio is a brand design firm it really is at its core brand design firm but we do tons of packaging we do lots of illustration yeah. and, and, and visual libraries for yeah. big giant um, companies um, we do you know I mean you name it you know installations and interactive work and uh, you know we designed a museum recently and we designed you know so it's it, it, it's so many avenues and that's what's exciting yeah. I, personally I couldn't design the same thing every day in exactly. the same world yeah. the fact that it's like you know we're working on a mobile grocery store right now mm-hmm. and we're doing um, tortilla packaging yeah. and we're rebranding another coffee company and we're designing um, cafes for this huge internet company you know so it's like yeah. all these different yeah. things that are different from one another and that's that's super exciting and I think that's the joy because it's kind of like if people want to specialize and niche so bad now and it's kind of like I always say like, no 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 like maybe niche in your in your presentation niche in your you know the, the value or the personality of your brand as a, as a designer but be open to anything that comes your way when it comes to the projects like you just said Absolutely. because I think I think there's just joy in the versatility of all that completely right I agree you know I mean versatility is exactly what I know it's like and I, I hear it that felt like a trend at one point when mm-hmm. people were talking about you need to find a niche yeah. if you are you're a designer yeah Yes, but you are a um, you are a beverage packaging designer, yeah. and that's what you do, and that's all you do. Yeah. And the idea of that is like, you know how many doors you're slamming? Like you're slamming a lot of doors. Where, um, yeah, be a brand designer or a graphic designer, but man, I want to be able to touch so many different. And that's why we personally, our favorite project is we love designing restaurants. Like yeah. that's what we love to design. Yeah. And honestly, the reason we love to design it is there are so many touch points. Yeah. We are doing wayfinding, we're doing signage, we're doing packaging, we're doing print menu. Use. Mm-hmm. We're designing their website. We're designing, you know, a whole brand identity and food packaging normally for them too, or something. Yeah. You know, so it's like I love that there's so many touch points, and that's why I love restaurants. And honestly, that's probably why I love graphic design. There's yeah. so many different things, and I, it's funny too. Like with every restaurant thing, almost like two new touch points can pop up with each project because you you have to think so kind of like what you know you can't just kind of like do. There's no template for it. Every restaurant's different, and then what you can bring as a designer to make it even better yeah. for that brand and that for that client, oh, totally. you know, Absolutely. for sure. Awesome, dude. All right, man. Well, where can they find you? Give us a little, like, uh, your website, how they can all follow you. Because I'm sure they're all following you already, but give them your Instagram as well. Well, of course, sure. man. Yeah, so you can follow me at, um, at Tad Carpenter. Um, our studio is at Carpenter Collective. Um, and that's both, you know, Instagram, Twitter, you know, whatever you're into. If you're into, you know, the uh, the fart jokes, like from my talk, that's all Twitter. But, um, no, yeah, there's all, there's always stuff going on. And uh, I can't thank you enough for having me on and reaching out. And uh, look forward to listening to all the other stuff you're recording this weekend, right, or this week. It's going to be a good one. All right, buddy. Thanks so much. Thank you.